The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, is with us for our weekly money spot. And I noticed recently Finance Minister Michael McGrath promised the pension age for the state pension wouldn't go higher than 66. But yet, tell us about the survey which suggests many workers believe they won't be able to afford to retire at that age and will have to work until 70. That's right, Matt. You know, it, it's it, the state pension age is 66. In other words, you get the state pension at the age of 66, but only one in three Irish workers are going to be able to ret- afford to retire at 66. And there's a large number, about a third, expect to have to work until they're 70, Matt, because they just don't have a, a pension outside the state pension. They don't have a works pension. They don't have a private pension. Uh, so they reckon they'll just have to keep going uh, until they're 70, which is fine if you're not driving a digger or, you know, if you're not... Um, uh, but if you're not up a ladder or if you're not doing manual labour, you know, exactly maybe that's fine. But yeah, exactly. If you're not an electrical contractor, if you're in an office and you know you're sitting on your 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 you're behind, but for many that just will not be feasible. So we have about a million people who don't have any pension outside of the state pension, and the plan for the last 17 years, which I believe it's 17 years we're talking about this, is to bring in a new auto enrolment system for them, auto enrolment pension, so they're automatically enrolled for a pension. The latest start date for that now is the end of next year. But the signs are there'll probably be that deadline to be missed again. But that is desperately, desperately needed. And it's just a real pity that we this keeps getting pushed off and off. The deadline keeps getting moved because an awful lot of people from the surveys being done, you know, Royal London or Royal London Ireland, the insurance company, do a lot of surveys on this. They find that lots of people would like to retire at sixty even, never mind sixty six, but you just can't afford it. They either but don't have a pension or not enough of a fund, Matt. Yeah, but there's another point here listeners sent in, and this is very relevant. At my company, it's compulsory to retire at 65. There actually are a lot of people who don't want to retire, but who have been forced to do so. Yeah, and you know, if you have to retire at 65, you're not going to get the state pension. If you sign on for a year, uh, for, you, you will get a kind of supplementary unemployment benefit, essentially, until you reach 66 and then you qualify for the state pension. But if you haven't been working for long, you mightn't get the full amount, which is 265.30 a week at the moment. Now, it's gone up by 12 euros in January, Matt. But that's about, that's less than 14,000 euros a year if you get this full pension amount. Uh, uh, so, you know... I, I'm sorry, you Charlie, leave, I'm also aware that... Matt. Yeah, a lot of professional people, you know, who could physically continue working in an office probably quite comfortably till the age of 70, a lot of them work in organisations where they're actually told to go at 60. Yeah, you know, and particularly maybe sometimes, you know, uh, they're public service organisations. Now, that has been challenged a few times. I've seen it being challenged lately, Matt, uh, under discrimination uh, legislation. So, That's slowly changing, but, you know, it won't change for a while, maybe across a lot of firms where it's written into contracts that, 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 uh, you know, they retire at 66 or 65. So um, that is a real problem. We really, really do have an issue here and we don't seem to be confronting it properly uh, with, 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 with a lack of pension coverage, with, um, inadequate pensions for those who have them because people, a lot of people stopped paying into pensions with, when they did have one during COVID. Uh, so there's a real issue here now and the, the, this government's plan for the auto-enrollment which would see 750,000 people signed into a pension uh, is desperately needed. You know, And we're talking here essentially private sector workers. They, they're the ones who usually don't have the pensions. That, there's very good coverage in the public sector but not in the private sector. So, um, 
yeah, big issues that can be that, 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 that here, Matt. The other thing is what's changing from next year now is that you will be able to work until you're 70 and keep topping up your, your PRSI payments to top up your state pension. So you could end up with an extra 50 euros a week if you work to 70. Now, that won't suit everybody. And actuaries tell me, you know, the odds of that working for people are not great because the average man only lives to about 81. So you might only get six years out of having worked an extra five years. You might only get six years of drawing that down. So there's no easy choices here. We, we, we've left okay. ourselves with a bit of a mess here, Matt. Charlie, I had meant to talk to you about credit unions, but I think we're going to save it for another day because we are tight in time. And I want to finish on a really positive note. Let's try and encourage employers to avail of the small benefit exemption for gift vouchers. Let's try and encourage them to give all their employees a Christmas bonus. The yes, Matt, and the the advantages of doing this, I mean, the downsides are very few. This is an absolutely brilliant scheme where your employer can give you up to a thousand euros. <coughs> they don't have to pay tax on it, Matt. They don't have to put it through the payroll. Uh, and, you know. And sorry, more importantly, you don't have to pay tax on it, never mind the tax. employer. Well, exactly, Matt. If you got a thousand euros, if you're lucky enough to get a thousand euros, and it was going through payroll and you had to pay tax on it, you'd need 1,950 euros. To be in gross gross payment before you got the thousand. So this is a lovely scheme. It's a great scheme. A lot of employers do do it, but you're right, Matt. We really, really need to encourage employers out there to do this. Uh, they're usually in the form of gift vouchers, electronic vouchers. Lately, they're digital on your phone kind of vouchers. So the advantage there is you can see how much you've spent because with the old cards, sometimes it's very hard to work out what you've spent on it and you have to keep writing down what you have left on it. But these things are brilliant. There's no income tax on them, no PRSI, no USC. You can get 500 to 1,000 euros or, or you know any, amount, any other amount, but up to 1,000. Well, sorry, it used to be a maximum of 500. Now it's a maximum of 1,000. And you can do it in two lumps in a year as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, yeah, they, they increased it two budgets ago up to a thousand euros. Uh, so, so you know, it is really good. It's called a small benefit exemption uh, and it, it's got to be encouraged. It's a very positive thing uh, and hopefully it's good for retail as well because it means people are going to go out there and spend in shops. Uh, they'll spend in Ireland, hopefully. Uh, you can use them online as well, of course. But um, it's a great way of rewarding uh, employees and gifting them a bonus payment tax-free, Matt. I just can't see any downsides to it. Well, unless there are probably some mean employers who don't want to have to splash out the cash, but it certainly is a very good way to reward people, particularly at a time of high inflation, and can be a good way for employers to avoid making it a sort of a permanent payroll addition, which is what they always seem to be against. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, thank you. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today.